0: Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast, so happy that you're here today hello it's t your parent guide and harmonizer and i'm really really happy to be here with you for this episode i am excited to share with you a little bit of the relational parents journey and evolution and just a little peek behind the curtain for how it's gone and and maybe the whys of how it's gone, uh, how it's gone. <laughs> so before we do that though, let's take a few deep breaths together. And if you're seated, get nice and comfortable, rooted into your seat. I'm actually standing today, so I'm going to. Really ground into my feet and just take a few, few breaths to soften. Maybe you're like me, in that you have an inner control freak, and this is your opportunity to soften, allow that inner control freak maybe she or he is a little tired. Allow them to just put their feet up, take a break and soften a little bit. Okay, great. (laughs) Excellent. And then maybe with them taking a nap, you and I can, uh, can interact in a different kind of way. So so relational parents though the whole mission of relational parents is to help more and more children to be able to grow and expand in a space that feels supportive and non-restrictive and and allow that expansion in whatever way it needs to happen. And so many of you know that I was trained um, years ago as a Montessori teacher. And if my years as a Montessori teacher taught me as as a, a practitioner now anything, it's that it's exceedingly difficult to affect a real, like a long lasting enduring sort of change for a child when the parents are not brought along board with something connected to that change. So. I was involved with, you know, providing an excellent Montessori environment and an independent environment where all these beautiful little children could function so independently. And then when I would have parent-teacher conferences, I would hear time after time after time, I can't even believe it when I'm in your classroom because she doesn't behave like that at home and he doesn't behave like that at home. And And there are a lot of things that go into that. You know, children should feel more relaxed at home and and should be allowed to, you know, be show up in a little bit of a different way at home, but it was such a, a stark contrast that it really showed me that. Um, we're not doing the kids or the parents so much any favors by not speaking the same language to the parents. And so I started to really realize that in order to affect great um, outcomes for a child, that the the parent needed to be highly involved. And so supporting the parents uh, became part of that mission. And so as um, I evolved as a person and I, I realized, you know, I really wanted to get back to that mission of helping children, positive discipline really came forward for me as a great way for me to, to do that, supporting the parents in creating the environment at home where the child could expand and evolve and grow and develop in a a wonderful way. And and it could be great for everyone. And, um, And so that has been one segment of the journey from, you know, Montessori teacher to positive discipline, parent educator. And then in the last, I want to say 12 months, and I'm, uh, I'm recording this, it's um, the first quarter of 2021 as I'm recording this, um, really there was another evolution in 2020. And that evolution had to do with my seeing that the, the parents that I was educating in positive discipline we're really, you know, they, they're so dedicated to their children and really wanting to do it right. And so what's the tool for this? And am I implementing this right? And what should I do about this? What are the steps I need to follow to take this tool and implement it in this situation in this correct way? And that started to feel very contrived. And I started to realize that that was, that was a very much outside in approach. We're taking this external yardstick called positive discipline, and we're trying to apply it rigidly to so many different sets of circumstances. And, and sure, you know, some of those tools um, are, are very flexible and very bendable. But when we, you know, try to use them and apply them in a, a rigid way, as if they are the be all end all, this external thing, it can end up not having the effect that we want, it can end up where our child feels like, you know, they're, they're not complying. They're not like, there's not, there's, there's something wrong here because I'm feeling like I'm being directed and and controlled and I am not, I'm incorrect. And it can kind of backfire on us. So that's when I decided, or you know, you know, relational parents kind of evolved to something where, yes, the positive discipline tools are definitely still in the toolbox. Especially, you know, some of them are are just especially flexible. However, relational parents is not about one way of parenting. It is about being a parent and one thing that I know about all humans um, and certainly about all of us parents is that we do have unconscious patterns that we are playing and that we are, um, we're a part of every day. And so the challenges that we come across with our children, especially the ones that really affect us, like that big button that you have that you feel like your kid is pushing and pushing and pushing um, that really trigger us that are repetitive, there's usually a component of some kind of unconscious pattern, some kind of potentially repressed emotion, some kind of uh, protective pattern that we started using way back when. And these challenges that we face with our children, if we let them, can be like the catalyst to help some of those unconscious patterns bubble up into consciousness, bubble up into our conscious awareness and it doesn't happen overnight right those unconscious patterns need some time and they need some space and so if you've been listening or following me for any length of time you know that before every episode we'll we'll do you know 20 or 60 seconds of some nice Deep breathing and we'll slow it down because when we slow it down, that's when we have the, we're creating the conditions to allow some of that bubble up, right? If you, uh, I don't have a great analogy here, but if, if you're stirring something really, really fast, right? Nope. There's no bubbles that are able to come up like a like a lava lamp, right? If if I had a lava lamp here, we actually have several of them in our house. <laughs> maybe on another episode, I'll have one. But if you had a lava lamp and you shook it, right? It, it, it would be, it would be in chaos in a state of chaos. It would be a long time before the liquid, Got still enough to allow some of those big balls and bubbles to come up to the surface. So it's the same thing here with the challenges that we face. We need to slow it down, give it some time and space, maybe get some support, allow some things, ask ourselves some questions so it can bubble up. And so This is what relational parents is evolving into, is much more of an inside-out practice and um, like company practice, solution, whatever whatever noun you want to call it. It doesn't matter. It's an inside-out practice to be relational parents, how are we feeling and sitting with that as opposed to, am I doing this right? Is this positive discipline? Like that's, that's an okay question because it's, it's, you know, it's better than is this, you know, being dictatorial to my child because that's what I want. I want positive discipline. That that's a little better but it's still an external yardstick as opposed to, is this a supportive family atmosphere that I want to be creating? Is this the kind of relationship that I want? What do I want? What is my intention? What is my heart's desire to be creating for my child? That's The juice. And it's a different answer for each one of us. It really is. If you're listening to me and if you're following me, then, you know, there are probably some big similarities between your heart's desire and my heart's desire, but there are always unique pieces because we are all unique. And I think that's the beauty of it is that this is not, you know, here's the line and you're either with me or you're against me. No, no, no. This is about inside out and it evolves, right? So even for me, how I would like things to be evolves as I evolve. It also evolves as my children move through different stages of their development. So it's not static, it's not stagnant, it's not permanent, it can evolve. So that's what I wanna leave you with today. And actually, so next time I'm going to take one of the big, uh, the big juicy um, positive discipline tools and I'm going to talk you through a few ways that I had to use it in an inside out kind of way and adapt it as opposed to taking all the steps and trying to rigidly apply them. So I'll I'll, uh, share that with you so that you can have an example of, uh, of what I mean here. So until then, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash energy tuning.